The following podcast may contain adult language and an abundance of salt. So get ready, nerds, because we're talking creepy, campy space movies on today's podcast. Welcome, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Today, we're talking about some bonkers B-horror movies that have to do with space, and I am joined, as always, by my fantastic panel of nerds. Matt Vader has got the biggest chip on his shoulder today. What's up, dude? I love you, Jude. I love you, too. <laughs> You're my favorite. Yeah. It's a tough week. Like, this is what happens when we give the baton to her. <laughs> <laughs> Jude is also here. You know what's funny is like he's been so pissed off about the movies that he had to watch um, this week, but he is mad at me, but he won't take it out on me. He keeps taking it out on Alex. Takes it out on me. Yeah. That's yeah. okay. It's like, whatever. It's, it's really hard to watch. <laughs> I think also he's feeling some feelings about having cried in the movies yesterday. Oh, yeah. He cried during Top Gun. Maverick. Yeah. He's like, well, we'll talk about he's that. He's like, later. I need to be extra angry now. Mm, it's a man up a little bit. Also, hello. Not cool. <laughs> Katie's also here. What's up, man? Uh, well, I actually really enjoyed this week, surprisingly. I thought that all three movies were a lot of fun, and I can't wait to talk about them. Because you got to watch them with me. Yeah, I think that makes things better a little bit. We had Tom come over to watch Critters with us. We had oh, a blast. nice. Yeah. Okay. I watched these movies with our patrons. Yeah, you did watch yeah. parties on Discord. Hey, guys, if you want to do watch parties with us every once in a while, head over to saltynerddiscord.com and jump in and uh, hang out in the watch party area. It's and, free. And it's free. And when V doesn't want to watch something by himself, he yeah. tosses it up in Discord. Yeah. I popped in a, in Clowns with you guys for yep. a little bit. I started out. Yeah. I watched Clowns a little bit with you guys. And then I had to go rewatch it myself because I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I can't. All right. The three movies on our list. Critters. Killer Clowns. Killer Clowns from Outer Space and 1986's The Blob. 88. 88? I thought it was 86. Never mind. The Blob. The 80s version. The Blob. <laughs> This is going to be a fun <laughs> podcast. All right, guys, stay tuned. We're going to be right back. We're going to talk about critters. Welcome back, everybody. All right, Jude, it is your turn. Take it away. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you the synopsis of critters in just a second. But first, I want to tell you how you can help us. There are several ways, and most of them are free. So if you are listening to this on the audio-only version, just scroll down, give us a five-star review, pretty please. Uh, and it's a one-time only thing, and we'll never ask you for it again. Only we probably will, but you can skip this part. Uh, <laughs> and if you have time for it and you feel like it, please leave us a comment because we love comments, and it just helps us in the algorithm. It helps people to find us, helps us get more subscribers, and helps us on our mission to be able to do this full-time. If you're watching this on YouTube, just hit the thumbs-up button. That's it. It's so so fucking easy, you guys. Uh, <laughs> and finally, if you have money, we love money. We do have a Patreon set up for your money. You can join at either the $5 or $30 tier at saltynerdclub.com and join the Patreon and become a saltine. It gives you four extra episodes a month that only club members get. And it gives you access to do fun things with us like chat with us on Discord, give us your input on what you want us to watch and review, uh, and do the once a month trivia with us that uh, we do every single month for our club members. And that's it. Thank you very much for your time. And now, 1986 Critters. Rated PG-13 with a runtime of one hour, 26 minutes. This had a budget of $2 million. What do you think this brought into the box office, Alex? Budget was $2 million? $2 million. Wow. That was all on the big critter. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was on Johnny Steele. 
Johnny Stewart. Was the he a real power of the night? The streets are calling. That song slaps. Some <laughs> <laughs> of the space special effects. <laughs> Oh, that stupid Gumby dude in the freaking wheelchair in the first part of this movie. Like, oh, the critters escaped. Like, oh my god. Get the bounty hunters. All yeah. right, first All things right. first. What Sorry. do you think the box office was? Oh, it's gotta be like more than two million. Uh, I'm gonna say it made ten million dollars. Okay, Vader. I, so just as the initial release, right? Because I know all these movies today, for some reason, they're all they'll have their cult classic yeah. status. You know, but um shit, man. I don't know. This is one of those movies. That I always saw, you always saw on the VHS store with, mm-hmm. that was just always there. Mm-hmm. They always had a copy of Creators on the wall. Um, I, I don't know. What'd you say, 10? Yeah. I'll go 15. Somewhere in the middle, $13 million. You <laughs> split the speedboat. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. I don't want to, I got enough speedboats. <laughs> oh, can I you can, switch it up? Can I get it? You can, you can have a brand new refrigerator. I need, oh. I need a camper. Alex camper. really needs. <laughs> More kitchen stuff. I need. I need a washer and dryer. Washer and dryer. Yeah, washer and dryer. Yeah, a Sweet. brand new washer and dryer. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, you ready for the synopsis? Yes, I am. Right, the Jude's just eight deadly death row inmates hijack a spaceship and make their way to Earth. Hungry from the long journey, they start looking for food. The nearest sustenance is the farm D. Wallace and Scott Grimes live. The sneaky critters aren't satisfied with the animals on the farm and start looking for humans to feast on, starting with Billy Zane. Meanwhile, intergalactic bounty hunters have been sent after the critters, or krites, as they're known in the spacefaring world, and give zero fucks about low profiles. They blow up everything in their path toward the krites, taking the faces of the townsfolk they see and trying them on, you know, to blend in. Ugh seems pretty comfortable in the face of rocker Johnny Steele of Power of the Night musical gold. But his partner can't find a face that likes him till he spies Charlie, the town nut. That face fits him like a glove. The bounty hunters follow the path of carnage through the town toward the farm as Lieutenant Gordon runs for help. His family is on borrowed time back at the farm where the critters have them surrounded. Running into the bounty hunters, he directs them to hurry toward the farm where the critters are getting bigger. Discuss. I had a surprisingly good time with this movie. I love this movie. It's I, so much fun. I'd never seen it before. It's my first watch. Like the soundtrack of Power of the Night over and over and over, over again. And over. Power of the, night. the one song they had the rights to. I think it was made yeah, specifically yeah, no, they, for they, this they movie. They made the, yeah. the song yeah, for the movie. Okay. Yeah, that it, sounds about movies right. used to do that in the 80s. Yeah. Well, they still kind of do it. They, they have sometimes somebody will make a. Like, yeah, like, well, they got Adele. They got Adele and, and what's her face? That one chick that does uh, Billy Eilish. Billie Eilish. So for she James does, Bond? Well, James Bond. And I think Billy Eilish did. I mean, James another. Bond always has an original song. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I just feel like they were like, this was a complete. They should have just got Bon Jovi to do it. <laughs> How dare you? I don't know. They only Johnny have $2 million. Steel <laughs> is a, not, Johnny Steele is a national treasure. Does he, does he, he ever make anything else besides Oh, that? no, he's not real. Okay. <laughs> he's Bon Jovi. Okay. He's, he's John Bon Jovi. That hair. Yeah. Oh, it was epic. Oh, my God. I could just I could just curl up and fall asleep in it. <laughs> it's just straight all, up 80s, dude. It's like Mufasa. Oh, I mean, it's like... <laughs> Which I, is listen. apt because this is really the the, the tale of, you know... Circle of life. When when you go when, when you go to high school in 1986, like like I did, um, all of the girls had that dude's hair. <laughs> Every single one. I can show you my 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 yearbook pictures, right? I believe you. Yeah. Every single one of them. 
the the hot chicks, the ugly chicks, the <laughs> the unpopular chicks, they all had the same haircut. Giant aquanet bitch flip. What is, is that what right? you know what I'm t- you probably I had do, you I probably do. had the same haircut. And it was haircut. called something like that. Bitch Bitch flip. It was bitch. a bitch flip. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and they and the something girls like that. they all had their three foot tall giant can of aquanet in yeah. their mm-hmm. bedrooms. Yeah. That they just stood in front of and inhaled all those noxious fumes. Yes. And, yeah. yeah. It, it was Yeah, I think my older sister graduated in like 87 or 89. And I vividly remember, oh, yeah. yeah, the hair. I should show you some pictures. I'll I'll put some on Discord. You will you will you will lose your shit. It is so funny. Do you follow the um like I forget what it's called, but it's 80s something on TikTok. And it's just like some guy who had a video camera in the 80s, like showing up at parties or at the school or at the roller rink, just with his VHS with camcorder. With his VHS camcorder, just like, and it, that's it, That's the whole TikTok. It's you sure just, it's not like a, a, a filter or something? No. Oh, wow. No, it's like legit 80s footage of just like showing up somewhere and with your camcorder. <laughs> nice. and, and he plays like a song over it and everybody's like, uh-huh, bunny ears. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and that's it. It's like a minute long of that. And I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> that was my that was my world in the 80s. So it was I, girls with big hair and Coors Light. So it's easy to say Every that this, weekend. this movie has <laughs> a lot of That's your personality now. <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs> This movie has a lot of nostalgia for you guys then. Yeah. The yeah. 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 Baby Billy Zane so. before so, uh, he got on the Titanic. Yeah. This was actually my first watch. <gasps> You've never seen Critters? Uh, it was one of those movies where like when I was growing up, I was like, that looks too scary for me. And so like, I've just never watched it. This oh, was the first time I've watched it. Speaking of scary. So we watched this. Um, we, we have an eight year old and we had said like, hey, we're going to watch a scary movie tonight. So it's summertime now. So you can watch TV in your bedroom, but you need to stay there. Um, so Tom came over about seven. We ate and then we started the movie. And uh, my son was upstairs about 930, like a good hour into this movie, I see something out of the corner of my eye and I was like, get back upstairs. And he like giggles and runs upstairs. So I go up there thinking he's going to be traumatized. Yeah. Cause people get eaten. Yeah. So I go up, he's laughing hysterically. And I was like, I was so proud. I was like, Hey, um, what did you see? So he told me what he saw, which was like one of the critters and mm. its teeth and everything. And he was like, and then you said this. And then Matt said this. <laughs> and then, uh, and then you, and then you saw me and then I had to come upstairs and I was like, okay, well, was it scary? And he was like, no. And I was like, and a boy. <laughs> well, well, you know, you know, when Vader said that, like, there was always like a copy of critters at the video store. Mm-hmm. So every time I would go to the video store, my local video store had like this standee, of Critters 3, where like they get into the big ball and there's like the Critters face there. And I had seen a clip of the Critters ball rolling over a guy and like <laughs> leaving a bloody skeleton in its wake. Cause like they just like ate everything on, on him. Mm-hmm. And uh, like when I was a kid, that always just kind of like, you know, like freaked me out. And so like, I was like, I'm never watching a Critters Oops. movie. <laughs> I never watched, I think I, I think I thought this movie was stupid. Yeah, it was. It was very stupid. It's very there's there's nothing there's nothing scary about this movie. No, not at These all. These things are Muppets with teeth. That, yeah. That's all it really is. Well, well they and, were based on the Tasmanian devil. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I can terms. see that. Yeah. I mean, this is pure camp. You know, this movie took forever to get going. We were like 40 minutes in before you ever see your first critter. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of, it, it initially took me out of this Well, it's, it's supposed to, I think they're supposed to go like for the Jaws effect, like you don't see the shark. Well, they did it poorly. He takes off Billy Zane's fingers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I this movie, it's fun, but it's not good. It's <laughs> it's just not good. 
It's, I never said it was good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I said it was fun. It is fun. This though. is one of the staples of like my childhood. This came out in 86. I don't know when I would have seen this. Certainly not in 86. But I remember, like I said, I, like I was raised on USA Up All Night mm -hmm. and the Gilbert Godfrey and all of that late night USA stuff. Um, so I probably, my first watch was probably on there. Um but I remember being a, like a teenager and just and just watching this for the first time and being like, this movie is so cool. Mm -hmm. That girl is so slutty. I want to be just like her. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. She was dinner scene where she's like, you said you're going to take me for a ride. Billy Zane's like, I, I did. He's like, yeah, yeah let's freaking go. Yeah. Like, I'm trying yeah. to impress your dad here. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to give your dad the impression I'm not going to fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and she's all like feeling his dick under the table. I love that scene where he pulls up in his stupid little freaking... I don't know, Pontiac, whatever the hell. And uh, and his dad's like, you can't haul any hay in that yeah, thing. Yeah, I think it's a Porsche. <laughs> Was it a Porsche? Yeah, because he has the Porsche emblem on his shirt, too. Oh, wow, that's an expensive car. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't like the dad. The, you didn't like the no. dad? I, th I, th I thought he was kind of a I dick. thought they were going to kill him. I was yeah. weirdly into the dad the whole <laughs> movie. Like, he was such a Watching weird... it now as a, a very grown-up person, um, I was like, oh, I'm her dad. <laughs> That's All a weird, right. It's a weird thing. That's a weird thing. And his bib overalls, working on a carburetor, saying boy all the time. I was yeah. into it. He, he had a lot of Bruce Campbell energy in the he movie. He did. He did. I was, See, I, I didn't pick that. I just picked up that he was just kind of a, whoever wrote this just tried to make him as big of a redneck as they possibly could. Oh, yeah. no. And I, and I didn't like it. The story I got from it was that he handles shit. Yeah. Because Dee Wallace lives on this farm with him and she doesn't even know how to shoot a shotgun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and Dee Wallace, everyone's favorite 80s mom. Right? Uh, yeah, like she's she, in everything. She, yeah. She was coming off of E.T. Like mm -hmm. this was her follow up to E.T. Yeah. She was. <laughs> she's the mom in E.T. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. And she was in Cujo. She's the mom in that. And she was the uh, main lady in the howling that we talked about. Oh, whoa. Yeah. I didn't recognize yeah, her. She was like a scream queen. It's kind of weird to me that she didn't know how to shoot a gun because, um, I mean, that was basically my farm. That's basically <laughs> yeah. for real. And um, I didn't know any moms that didn't know how to shoot a gun. Well, she figured it out by the end. <laughs> she went full like freaking mama bear on that place. My, by the end, mom, she was like mom, blowing those things away. My mom has her own guns. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we, we, we should also point out that Rick Grimes plays the kid in this. And yeah. Like he goes on, he's, he's on the Orville now. Scott Grimes. Scott Grimes. Sorry. Uh, Rick Grimes is undead. Yeah. That's, yeah, he's yeah, the walking, yeah dead guy. walking dead. So Scott Grimes, uh, we also have Neelix, uh, yeah. who, who uh, is in this movie as a. Uh, That's great. Yeah, I totally didn't realize that deputy he's the, little, Jeff. the deputy guy who's always trying to hit on the on the um, what do they call it? the dispatch lady? Yeah, and he's yeah. like, hey, Aunt you want to you want to go out for some coffee and donuts later? She's like, no, I never want to go out with you. Who, Shut up. Who <laughs> yeah, is yeah. also Magda from Something About Mary, who was in the movie last week? Oh, we big about. ass spider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, there's a lot of legacy people in this. Yeah, movie. so Ethan Phillips, who played Neelix on Star Trek Voyager, he he. He's in this movie as the uh, deputy who basically gets killed. And, uh, of course, a very early appearance from Billy Zane rocking mm -hmm. the ponytail. Yeah. Yep, Billy Zane's in this movie. His little baby tail. <laughs> it's like his little tadpole tail. So is this, um, I was like, the sister's going to billy goat that thing. <laughs> <laughs> now the when, movie reference. When, when was the first um, uh, Back to the Future? Was it 85 or 84? 85. 85. So Billy Zane was already in Back to the Future before this movie came out. Oh, shit. I forgot that he was in that. He's yeah. like a non-speaking role. No, he's, he's yeah, one he, of Biff Tannen's goons. Yeah, yeah. He's one of Biff's yeah, yeah. goons. I never knew that. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, Billy Zane is one of Biff's goons in all three movies. Wow. Yep. And even even like uh, um, 1984 spinoff Biff, 
Billy Zane's one of his guys there. He's got the big cowboy hat on. Yeah, he has one line in, yeah. in Back to the Future oh, Part 2. coming up in the world. <laughs> so I thought it was cool. I always love seeing Billy Zane and things. Yeah, so you know what's funny? Is basically, this was New Line Cinema's answer to Gremlins because Gremlins had come out, like mm-hmm. I think, a year before, and it was mm-hmm. like a huge hit. And so uh, the script had actually been kind of bouncing around the town for like five years before Gremlins came out. So it kind of predated Gremlins. And uh, the guy who wrote it, his name is Dominic Muir, Muir, Muir. something like that, M-U-I-R. Muir. And he's best known for being the originator of the Evil Bong movies for uh, for Full Moon Productions or whatever. <laughs> but the guy who basically picked the script up and rewrote it and got it made is the director. His name's Stephen Herrick. You guys want to guess what movie Stephen Herrick has also been involved in? Oh, it's probably something famous and amazing. I have no idea. I think I already know. All right, so he directed Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Excellent. The Three Musketeers with Kiefer Sutherland. Nice. Mr. Holland's Opus, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, mm. The Mighty Ducks. What? Rockstar starring Mark Wahlberg. Oh, I love that movie. And Man of the House starring Tommy Lee Jones. You love Rockstar with Mark, love Mark Wahlberg? Rockstar. I've been trying to get us to watch it on the show here for years now. I love that movie too. Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead is surprisingly mm-hmm. a good movie. I love that movie. And so is Man of the House. Is that the, what's the one... Um, where they go to like Chicago and they're like climbing on the side of the building. Don't tell mom oh, or the uh, adventures in babysitting. Adventures in babysitting. Oh, okay. So I don't think I've ever seen yeah. Don't Tell Mom. That's the with Elizabeth Shue. Don't Tell Mom is with, with Christina, Christina Applegate. Applegate. Yeah. Okay. And like, like that was one of those movies, like it looked really dumb, but then like you watch it and you're like, oh, this, this movie is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. So it seems like Stephen Herrick has like this long history of like movies that look dumb that end up being pretty good. <laughs> I uh, I had a surprisingly good time with this movie. Um, it it was not as bad as I thought it was going to be because like <laughs> going into this, I was like, oh god, critters! It's going to be stupid, but it, it's it's campy and funny and it's kind of goofy. But the the freaking critters that that scene where the dad goes down into the cellar and he's trying to figure out what's making all that noise down there and it starts freaking like biting him all over the place. He comes out, he's all bloody and he's got those little spikes in him and stuff. I was like, oh shit! Like they're taking themselves seriously with this thing. I for sure thought the dad was going to die. Like, I, I kept waiting for him to, to bite How, the how many people actually did die? There, there are only three people who died yeah. in the movie. It's like, it's, Jeff. The body count's not high. Yeah. Yeah, there's the- Jeff, Billy Zane. The deputy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Who's yeah. the third person? Jeff. Oh, it's, it's the deputy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's one. Yeah. Who's the other two? Billy, Billy Zane. Zane. Billy Zane dies, yeah. <clears throat> and then- Bunch of cows. Didn't somebody at the bar die? It was a bar fight when the, when the, uh, the bounty hunters- Oh, I don't think the bounty hunters killed anyone. No? Didn't the critters go in and eat, eat up the bowling alley or something? Yeah, I thought they did. No, no the, that was the bounty hunters. Yeah, the critters weren't at the Oh, that's right. Hunters. The bounty hunters had a higher body count than the critters did, right? I don't did, think the bounty hunters actually killed anyone, though. I don't the, think so. That we saw. They have a higher destruction rate. Yeah. Well, that guy that sent him there was like, he went full Darth Vader on like, no disintegrations. Like, don't freaking blow shit up like you did last time. Yeah. yeah. And then they just go there and freaking blow shit up anyway. It's goofy. There was one weird scene where it looked like a critter was fucking a chicken. Did you guys notice that? It looked like he was that. fucking a chicken as he was eating the chicken. Yeah. Wow. It was, it was very, very bizarre. And I think that's how you see the eggs. At the uh, so there are two scenes in this movie that I just absolutely lost it at. The first one is where the family kind of like gets back into the house after being pursued by the critters. And uh, there are two critters on the porch. And one of them turns to the other. And it's like, <laughs> they have weapons. Oh, and, yeah. And, and the, the one critter is, is like, so what? <laughs> And then uh, the door opens and the mom shoots one of them and it explodes and the other critter's just like, fuck! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> subtitles, the subtitles? I did. I lost it at that point. That was hilarious. That and, was and, so and funny. And what's funny is the guy who was doing the voice of the critters, like he just came up with a kind of mixture of 
Japanese and German to like make their their voices. Really? Okay. So he was just like doing like like you know you know like a weird amalgamation of like the two languages and speaking nonsense and then they just like subtitled it. It's like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I, yeah, that that scene was one of my favorite ones. It made me laugh out loud for sure. <clears throat> um, I, but I, I don't know, man. This just isn't really my type of movie. Oh well, well, wait, wait. My second scene. Yeah, what was your? Oh other yeah. Scene? Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So the second scene is at the end of the movie when basically the critters have won. They're in their spaceship. They're getting ready to take off. And then, like, just to be mean, they just decide to, like, blow up the people's house. And they're just like, fuck your house. And, like, <laughs> the biggest explosion ever yeah. <laughs> just occurs. Yeah, they, they zap the farmhouse. And it's like... And then they just start laughing. And I, I was just like, they just did that to be mean. They're bitches. Oh, yeah. They're dickheads. I fucked your chicken and I blew up your house. <laughs> it's a goofy ass movie. I want to know how they did the reverse explosion. Because like later the bounty hunters like, you know, they go off and they were like, all right, well, thanks for your help, guys. And in return, in return for your house, in, in return for your help, we're going to fix your house for you. They fly away. And their house like rebuilds itself. Well, I'm sure that they had a model that they exploded and then they just were around the footage. Yeah, yeah. So, so the explosion yeah. was a model, like Jude said. And then for the rebuilding of the house, they just shot it in reverse of the house being torn down. So torn down by what though? There was nothing there. They just played it backwards. <laughs> yeah, I, I know they reversed the footage, but I'm saying like, how did they get it to fall down to begin with? Because there's, no, there's no like equipment. There's no explosion in that scene. There's no like well, fireball so they that had like, a sucks back in. inside it, and they fed it, and it went. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was basically a set that was rigged to collapse. So, like, oh, they yeah. had cables and stuff to, mm. like, pull it down. And Don't ask questions. Here. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I just want to know what the movie magic was. Yeah. Yeah. They pulled a cord. Yeah. Just... How funny was it that, like, the sister was so thirsty for Billy Zane, and he was just kind of like, oh, I don't know about this. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. She was real thirsty, though. I'd be a little yeah. stressed out, too, if, like, I was at this farm like, and like, like, this I shit was coming I, at me. When, when you're that age, you're... You 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 just want it. Well, yeah. I, I, I she was turned, like, "Listen, I'm desperate to get off this farm, yeah. and you seem like you have money." Mm -hmm. I, I turned to Jude. I was like, "That's the type of girl who will like get pregnant just to trap a guy." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, like she was trying her best to like have sex with him, and he was just like, "Like, oh, I don't know about this." Yeah. yeah the well, dad was like, "What happened to the last guy?" And she's like, Ugh, "All he cared about was pig farming." And the dad's <laughs> like, "Pig farming's a good good job." My dad was a pig farmer, and she was like, "That ain't my that ain't the life for me." Yeah. yeah. I want a man with a She's trying to get out of town for sure. And the actress who played the sister, she was in this other movie that was a ripoff. Oh, of, Ghoulies. Of, called yeah. Ghoulies. Yeah. Yeah. So she was in both of those. Ghoulies. I think I've seen a poster for that. That's yeah, the one with the, coming out of the toilet. The yeah. Little, I feel like there was like around this time, there was Gremlins, there was Critters, there was Ghoulies. And I feel like there were a bunch of like little spinoffs that were like, we're doing a version of that. Yeah. I'm sure Jude like, will make us watch it at some point. Can we yeah. talk about the dad's bowling league? The pin busters. Yeah, and it was like, it was the Ghostbusters logo, right? But we had a bowling pin instead uh, of a ghost. Yeah, that's genius. great. Yes, that's great. That's I want to be on that bowling league. And, and the colors of the shirt were based off of uh, Egon's colors from the Ghostbusters cartoon show. Oh. Yeah. So it was like this pastel green and pink. <laughs> it was like really weird. Yeah, because Ghostbusters came out in '84, and then this came out in '86. So they were probably still riding that 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 wave. I wonder if they had to get copyright like. Legal, it's legal. No, is it's it under parody? parody? Yeah, it's different enough. Mm -hmm. Okay, interesting. Two, we only got two, two million dollars, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're working on a shoestring budget here. But, yeah. but it was also funny, like so, like the the main thrust of the show is kind of like this family dealing with like the critters, which is you know typical horror movie stuff. But a side kind of like plot to this is the bounty hunters trying to track down the critters. Mm -hmm. 
and they're really bad at tracking they're stuff terrible. down. But like in a way, that was a more enjoyable oh, like yeah. like yeah. Uh, plot line. There was there was way more bounty hunter stuff in this movie than the actual. Yeah, and I, I liked how like the one guy shows up because he looks like the rock star, and everyone's like, "Hey, you're that rock star guy." <laughs> and his his partner can't decide <clears throat> on a face. He's like so wishy washy about it. <laughs> well, he takes on like three different faces, yeah. right? He he's, does. He's uh, the deputy first, mm -hmm. then the preacher, and then he goes into the church to talk to the preacher. Then he takes that guy's face, yeah, and then he goes into the bowling alley bar and, and he, he sees Charlie, Charlie's the, face, the nut, and he takes Charlie's face. Yeah, yeah, and they just go around just like randomly destroying shit. Like they're really bad at driving, so they keep running into they stuff. They were they stayed in reverse the first time they got yeah. their car. Okay, they didn't they know were, how to drive it. They, they just supposed, put it in reverse. And they were drove supposed backwards. to study that video of the customs of the planet, and they did a shitty job. They're watching rock videos the whole time. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm feeling this guy Johnny Seal," yeah. and he like stopped watching the video at that point. He was like, "Yeah, I got my face. Yeah, I don't need to know anything else." And that first face transformation was like really creepy because like yeah. they basically oh, like yeah, did in practical. reverse like this like melting wax face type yeah thing. they did the indiana jones thing but in reverse yeah. like, it had like a skull and then it like slowly morphed yeah. into a person just like they did the house at the end yeah yeah oh my gosh it's so crazy <laughs> movie magic <laughs> <laughs> everything's coming together whoa yeah and it, it's actually kind of interesting because this is the only critters movie where like the critters get bigger the more they eat mm -hmm. yes and uh it was kind of weird like at the end instead of like eating the the daughter they just bring her to her space to their spaceship well you can't eat the sexy you chick need, you need a snack for later because yeah. she was a little bit of a snack yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna take her it's like a king kong thing you know oh she's pretty we're gonna take her yeah. with us i mean they fucked a chicken you think they're not gonna fuck her <laughs> oh, that, that's a good point critter babies glad. See the size of that chicken? i'm so glad she was here <laughs> <laughs> me too because i thought this movie was kind of dumb it's it's a campy I, 80s dumb I movie dude i wish i wish so i wish with my every little bit of my heart that we had the time to like watch these movies together because it would be so much more enjoyable if we could you weren't into it huh no not at all no not really not at all oh wow no. i i uh, i was kind of felt this way about all all these movies this week they're fun movies um like I, I had to have people to watch these movies with even if i had to like do a watch party on our discord to do it because i don't know if i could have gotten through any of them on my own you know what I'm saying? I almost didn't finish yeah. Killer Clowns. Yeah. I was so close not you to watch. You guys are crazy. <laughs> are you ready to talk about that movie? Yes. We, okay, let's, let's do, do final thoughts. thoughts. Final thoughts on Critters. The how many what's the star rating for this? Uh Critters. Um I avoided watching this movie for years and years and years. Because <laughs> I knew I I it just wasn't ever good. I'm glad I could help bring about that closure for yeah. you. Um I, I saw this movie, I, I think I saw it maybe back the day maybe back in the late 80s i don't know maybe i did i don't remember ever taking it off the shelf at the vhs store mm -hmm. but I, I had to have at some point or seen it on, was it ever on tbs or probably something like that probably, maybe yeah. i saw it there um but this might as well have been the first watch because i don't remember watching it before i don't think it was um but it's just i appreciate your love for these kind of movies but sometimes these movies are really hard for me and this is one of those ones that was just really kind of hard i did like the fact that scott grimes was in it just for the first half hour of the show, I'm like, that dude looks really familiar, even though he's 12 or whatever it was. And it was really kind of funny to me that it's like, oh, Orville guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get the it. Pilot from Orville. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's done a shout out for us too. Yeah. Well, hi there, guys. I'm saying hi to Alex. I'm saying hi to Matt. I'm saying hi to Jude Juju, uh, who are some salty nerds. You guys run the Salty Nerds podcast, I hear, and I hear it's freaking awesome. Yeah, I get it. It was, it was, it was, it was, that was fun. Um, but 
I don't know. I'm, I'm going to, I have a hard time. If, if I'm just judging these on, on a normal movie scale, I'm giving all these movies one star crap fest this week, but I can't do that Why because, not? because it's just, I, they, I got to put them on like uh, a bad campy movie scale. You know, it's just, cause that's, it's not fair to give them all one star crap fest. Cause that's just shitty to me because they're it's just, you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, on, on a bad movie scale, I'll, I'll put it like two and a half. I think, I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's, that's a high rating for a movie you don't like. Yeah, but but it's but it's but it's not a bad movie. It's for bad movies. I'll I'll give it a middle of the road. Okay. So all right, Jude. I love this movie. I'm so excited that I had the power to make you guys watch this movie. <laughs> it's one of the movies that made Jude. This is one of the movies that is like one of the things that I watched growing up that made me like this genre of movies. This and the next one we're going to talk about. Um, so this is probably four Billy Zane's fingers out of five. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. Four and five. Kish, first watch. Yes. So th- this was a first watch. I like I, 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 I knew about Goonie or not Goonies, uh, Critters for a long time. Uh, just never had the desire to watch it. Um, so it, it was kind of fun getting to watch it for my first time with Jude and Tom, Conspiracy <laughs> Tom, who came over to watch it with us. And there's a scene in here where like the whole family's having dinner with Billy Zane and they're eating corn on the cob. And I, was, and I turned to my companions and I was like, I wonder if they use the war games method of eating <laughs> that corn on the cob. And everyone got my joke. Which was nice. <laughs> they don't though. I looked because I thought the same exact thing. Every time I see somebody eating corn on the cob and I'm like, are they going to butter it the way they're supposed yeah, to? Are they war gaming? Are they war gaming it? Yeah. But uh, so uh, this movie is, it is a lot of fun. I mean, it, it, it's dumb. It's campy. But if you go in knowing that it's dumb and campy, you're going to have a good time watching it. Um, I loved like the whole like kind of space bounty hunter aspect of it and and how kind of blues brothery they, they were mm-hmm. just like running around, destroying everything. Fucking shit up, yeah. walking out. Exactly. With a new face. Yeah. And, and the characters were all like interesting and believable. And um, I thought that the critters themselves were like a lot of fun. It did remind me a lot of Gremlins. And overall, it was just kind of like a, a stupid, enjoyable movie. It's the type of movie where if you get together with some friends and get a few drinks in you and you watch it, like you guys can have a good time watching it. So it's definitely one of those cult movies, in my opinion. And I'll give it a solid two Billy Zane fingers out of or two <laughs> Billy Zane ponytails out of five. Okay. There you go. Uh, question. What was that bounty hunter um, show that we watched recently? Oh, Cowboy Bebop? Cowboy Bebop, thank you. Yeah, so those are space bounty hunters versus these space bounty hunters. Like, these ones win. I I feel like this did a better job of, like, fleshing out space bounty hunters and making (laughs) them fun and cool. Okay, it depends on if you're talking about the live action show or the anime, because the anime. Way. I think she's talking about the live action. Well, yeah, I, I I've never she, seen that one. Obviously, yeah, I'm I mean, talking. I'm talking about like the show that we just watched versus the show that we just watched. Right. Like these space bounty hunters are so much cooler. They're so much more fun, and they're so much more fun to watch. Yeah, and I, I like how like so it makes sense if you're a bounty hunter that you would change your face to kind of blend in with like whatever happens. And like later on in in the critter sequels, like uh, I think. The one who can't decide on, on like, you know, what face he wants turns into like a, a woman based off of like a centerfold. And, and like a <laughs> he's got like big boobs and stuff like that. But that's what's so hilarious about it, too, is that they they do that to blend in. But at the same time, they're just like destroying everything that they come about and it doesn't make them blend in. Yeah. This is a. Oh, don't you dare do it. It's like a one and a half star. <laughs> I'll give it a half a star. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. Um, I don't hate it. 
but it's not my genre. Um, the critters were goofy. That scene where they were like, they have weapons. So what? Oh, fuck. <laughs> that was legitimately funny, but that was the only moment where I was like really laughing out loud. Yeah, I wish uh, there were more moments yeah, like, like where, more, where we got the subtitled critters. Stuff. Yeah, that would have been cool. Um, you should listen to your friend Billy Zane. He's a cool guy. <laughs> He's a super cool guy. Uh, but I, I can't give it more than that because I just didn't, I, I'll never watch this movie again. I'm just, it's not yeah. my thing. I don't understand why I'm on a show with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you wait until we talk about Killer Clowns, which we're going to talk about right after this. We're going to take a quick break. I'm going to refill my drink and then we're going to talk about- I have to go get Vader a wig. <laughs> killer Clowns <laughs> from Outer Space. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, if you want to support the podcast, download an awesome mobile game called Dragon Champions at saltynerd.com slash DC. It's a really fun game that we all play here at the Salty Nerd Podcast. We actually have a guild that is ran by one of our patrons. Dragon Champions is a really cool hero collecting game where you get to collect your heroes, upgrade them, get a bunch of points, and go on raids and defeat other people and go on campaigns. Uh, it's a lot of fun, very easy to play. And if you type in those promo code SALTY in the promo code area, you will get uh, a little leg up. Get some extra points, some extra gold, an extra character, and uh, it'll push you along your way. When you reach level 20, you can sign up to become a Salty Nerd Podcast Guild member, and uh, you can come on raids with us. Uh, I got, how, how are your raids going? I got my ass handed to me in a raid. <laughs> he doesn't know how to raid. I don't know how to raid. <laughs> You're level like 70. He's level 80. I'm like level 22. I got kind of banned from the last raid. Because you took over and just wiped like, the floor? No, it's a level one raid, so you guys should use your lower level characters. So <laughs> It's like, I don't want to go in there with my, like, one dude and go, you know, just, like, wipe, wipe it all out. I yeah. had all of my best characters out versus the first boss, and I got freaking creamed. I was like, Ugh, all right, well. And then Vader came in and helped me out and defeated him for me, so. I didn't even, no, I didn't. No, you didn't? Who did it then? Hero. It? Somebody came in there and helped me out. I wonder who it was. Anyway. Like a, like a hero, like yeah, a white knight. Like a dragon champion. All right, guys, <laughs> sign up. Don't forget to use the promo code SALTY at saltynerd.com slash DC. <laughs> Next movie on our list, Killer Clowns mm-hmm. from Outer Space. It, that is a fact. You have some explaining to do. I can't wait. Take it away. 1988 Killer Clowns from Outer Space, rated PG-13 with a runtime of one hour, 28 minutes. This had a budget of $2 million. So I want to preface this by saying the only budgetary information or the box office information that I could get uh, included streaming. So like home video. What do you think this brought in? I don't know. $2 million. How, how recent are your numbers? Uh, today. Oh, it's got to be way up there. This is, this is the definition of a cult classic movie. Yes. Um, it's probably... 50, 60 million dollars, okay. I, I would imagine. Alex, do you want to reconfigure or are you sticking with breaking even we're, at two, two million dollars? We're right. taking and, in. And keep in mind, this budget was the same size as, as Critters was, yes. two million dollars. Two years later, in fact. Um, are we, we're taking into consideration like home rentals? Yes. Oh, okay. I don't know. 15 million. $43.6 million. Yeah, yeah, Vader's right. This is a cult classic. Yeah, and uh, when you factor in like merchandise and toys and all the stuff that this thing has spawned, it's probably closer to $50 million. Yeah. yeah. There was toys for this shit? Yep. Fuck, yes, there were. Ugh. No, go ahead, take it away. <laughs> okay. So, 
Nothing ruins date night quite like some killer clowns parking their big top spaceship in your town and murdering everyone with cotton candy. Mike and Debbie think they're seeing a shooting star and while trying to find it, find themselves inside the space tent. Thinking it was a regular circus, they went inside to look around but realized they're standing inside the shooting star they were looking for and it's neither fun nor romantic. They enlist the help of Debbie's cop ex-boyfriend, Dave, who discovers that if you shoot the clowns in the nose, they stay dead. <laughs> Together, they keep the town safe and kill the killer clowns. But when Debbie gets kidnapped inside a giant balloon, Dave and Mike follow the clowns to rescue her before they fly the ship away with all their collected snacks inside. Discuss. I freaking hate this movie with a burning passion I from hell. I freaking hate you with a burning passion from hell. <laughs> like, but like I can still I, work with you. I hated it so much. I don't even want to edit it for the podcast, for the you show. Because I do not want to subject myself to this nonsense again. Okay. Editing in the context <laughs> of the clips. This movie is so silly. It's stupid. It's you, so you stupid. You hate joy. Is what I, the problem is. There's nothing to and, be joyous about. And the clowns were first oh. misrepresenting themselves with joy, which mm -hmm. you hate. So you weren't duped by any of it. Duped? Every person in this goddamn town is a walking imbecile. They're like, yeah. oh, look at this grotesquely disgusting thing that's telling me to yeah. come over and play. Yeah, but Let's go play with okay, it. Okay, first of all, it was the Deputy, 80s when people Deputy were Deputy Mooney was not <sighs> stupid. Mooney no, he was stupid. Everyone. Mooney? Thought everyone needed to be shot dead. I liked Mooney. I loved Mooney's character. I was the only person I thought in this movie that had two brain cells to rub Mooney together. Mooney got what was coming to Mooney, him. Mooney, when he actually was in this position to be like, okay, his character so far has done X, Y, and Z. When he encounters these fucking grotesque ass clowns, he's going to go, you know what? Fuck this and blow them away. No, he's like, well, I'm just going to take you in and book you myself. And he puts the handcuffs on him and he walks in. And I'm just like, everybody in this movie is so idiotic it's impossible to watch okay right, this is another issue with your tone <laughs> and ev everyone's so idiotic <laughs> how you need to listen, be saying listen. this oh. also wait 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 before you do that i just want to say did you did you catch that mooney was um making fun of dave for having graduated from an academy mooney never went to police academy he just became a cop well he was just the town bully who right. just became the cop yes <laughs> So his character makes sense. Please continue, Vader. Okay. Nice wig. I mean, nice hair. I, know, I have awesome hair today. Yeah. I love that you went to the salon for this. I know, right? So, okay. So, I don't. How am I going to say this? Um. There's bad B campy movies like the one we just watched called Critters, and then there's holy shit. Amaze balls! What the fuck am I watching? Fully embraced, crazy ass clown movies like this ah! one. Okay. Um, nope. No. 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 Oh, no. No. Um, it's very exciting. This is a for what this movie is. It's really good, but I I still fucking hated this movie. Oh, no. But 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 I but I loved it at the same time because it fully embraces what it is okay i don't feel that way about these, these, uh, these other movies this week um i'm so conflicted with this movie i really am because there's so much stuff in this movie that just made me 
like literally laugh out loud from from the guy the, the fat chicks in the ice cream that fucking shit was hilarious. that was hilarious <laughs> All right. Sucking on those like, fucking things like they're like, at girls. You think we yeah, are? Yeah. Like, you're sucking on that thing like you're sucking on a cock, and you're yeah, upset yeah, that yeah. you think you're gonna take your I, shirt off. That is hilarious. <laughs> the fucking deep throat and the fudge yes. and shit. Oh, oh, and like, they're big chicks, and, and I'm like, fatties. oh my god, that was yeah, the yeah. '80s. They knew yeah, just yeah. how to trap <laughs> Oh my god. The innuendo. We're gonna get shit with this ice cream. sucking on a red rocket. It's like, oh shit. I I just. I'm like, holy and a red shit. rocket is a euphemism for a dick. Oh, if yeah. you're not on, if, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're not in the know, it's like, it's like, it was, it's like, I, I, I was appalled and loved it at the same time. I, the, it was the weirdest. Oh, uh, I got a fist bump. It was the weirdest <laughs> sensation I've had watching a movie in a long time. Because I, this is not my kind of movie. No. Okay. I, 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 I'll probably never watch. I hate clowns. Yeah. I, I yeah. loathe clowns. But for this movie took that whole space weird campy clown genre and f- flipped it upside down and turned it inside out and made the weirdest fucking movie I think I've ever seen. Yeah. You, you, you know what I mean? And it's I mean they shot popcorn bullets. Yeah. That turned they, into they, like they, little freaking snake gremlin they things. Wrapped, they, they, had, had they had a cotton. balloon dog that was sniffing out oh the next my victim. God. The, oh they my had God. cotton candy. Person cocoons. 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 I mean, they I were mean, cold. <laughs> it was so weird. The the freaking balloon dog thing. Like I was watching this movie. I'm like, okay, it's gonna be a campy 80s movie. And then like these grotesque. And I cannot state how oh yeah, they're gross. How this movie makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Like the clowns literally make me feel well, they're, uncomfortable. They're supposed to, I'm like, this is fucking gross. You gotta give them credit for that. Like then, this is like, their job. Uh, but it didn't make me want to watch the movie. I was like, this is gross. I need to stop. Yeah. It's not like this is gross and weird and cool. Like Jude thinks, look at her. She's dying. Yeah. I was literally at the point where I was like, God, I wish I could stop watching this shit because these things are uncomfortably gross. Yeah. I just thought and- to myself, it's like porn, but not. <laughs> It's what uh, there's wait, clown porn, there's, there's, and that's no, what, there's a porn parody of this out there, and that's yeah. what made me dislike this movie because the people who are in this real world, when they see these things that are making me like whoop, like I, I don't want to be around these things, and they're like, oh, he looks like a friendly clown. Let's go hang you out with know, him. I'm like, shut I the fuck up. Listen, what are you doing? I didn't. I watched this movie, and I had kind of the same reaction to this movie as I had to that stupid zombie movie they had with Elijah Wood in it. Oh, cuties? Uh, cuties, cuties, yeah. When she bit into the freaking yeah, yeah. Kind, of, kind of the kind of the same cuties, cuties, kind of the same kind of reaction because that's oh yeah, cuties is something different. Cute, that's just kind of oh, yeah. this. Uh, it's, that's just a modern version of a B movie. With, well, you, I, you I know, mean, you, this, you know this movie is meant to be a parody of like the nineteen fifties yeah. alien invasion. Yeah, yeah. And, and also to take everyone's fear of clowns into a court. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what that's what's so. I mean, come on. The, the fucking spaceships are a big top ten. <sighs> so stupid. It's ridiculous. And the, it, and then when the, the when the couple elevators when the couple yeah, yeah the couple goes in there and is like this is interesting this is cool and they walk in cool. deeper and deeper and deeper and I'm like what the fuck are you doing get out what are you doing this is so stupid and then the the when they're running away from the clowns and they make like a little balloon dog. And then it goes ruff, ruff, and like chases yeah. them. Oh, that was hilarious! Like you gotta be fucking kidding I, me! Right I, now. I, I was I was cringing and laughing at the it same was so time. So bad, dude. I, I also so lo- it hit its mark with you. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It, it, also it did love exactly the part where uh, they show up in their clown car and the security guard is like, 
you can't park that here. And yeah. like, they just keep getting out of the There's car. like nine of them in there. <laughs> oh, that's at the end, right? Yeah, at the end. They do the Clown cars freak me out, dude. dude. Even in a real circus, when all the motherfuckers come jumping out of that car, I'm like... Listen, it's pretty, man. It's, it's freaky, man. Do you remember? Do you guys remember a couple of years ago there was this like weird phase going on in the internet where like people would dress up like killer clowns oh, yes. and walk around neighborhoods and shit? Not good. I'm like, I'm sorry. That's notice how you, that's how you get shot in the head by the I was neighborhood. Shot, I I notice for yeah. anybody who might have an inclination to do that, I am not going to ask any questions. You will be shot. Yes. That is just end all be all. I might. Well, I don't know. I might just go chase him down with a bat wrapped in barbed wire. And that's what frustrates me about this movie is because literally nobody in this goddamn town thought to themselves, that's a creepy ass looking clown well, in the I, middle of the I, night. So in, I'm going to shoot it. In my head canon, I kind of feel like when the clowns show up, the people just like get put on a, in a spell of dumbassery. Because they're, it's just like there's, there's classic the, dumbassery spell. Yeah, yeah. dark wizard. Zoo. Dark Zoo. wizard. You, you know, the, yeah, the, yeah. He's a level fourteen dark wizard. It's, it's so weird because they, they they are using magic. Yeah. The the shadow puppet. Oh god, that that like, was so infuriating. It was so yeah. weird. There was but, just like a whole town of people sitting at a bus stop for no fucking reason in the middle of the night. There's like an old couple and a couple of young people and it, like it a kid. Was Friday night, they had places to go. At a bus stop, anyway. They, they were like this again, grotesque clown yeah. comes walking up with his freaking fat sausage fingers and he's starts. Not, okay, he's not that grotesque until he smiles. And then he starts making. I can't even with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> <a> fucking movie. <laughs> he starts making finger puppets, and everybody's like, "Ooh, oh!" And I'm like, "Oh, well, those my. were some impressive." Uh, I mean, yeah. Shadows. I mean, yeah. seriously, if you he saw was doing an elephant. If I, are you, are you kidding me? If I saw what they saw, I would either A, run the fuck out of there or B, start shooting. Like there is no freaking, Ooh, that's interesting. Let's go take a closer look. What's your favorite clown? I I hate them all. They're all gross. You have to pick one. I, I, I will, I will go first. I don't mind. (laughs) It was the motorcycle scooter clown. Okay. The baby one, the little tiny one. He's the short one. Yeah. And then the 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 motorcycle dudes were like, can I honk your horn? And they trash his bike. <laughs> yeah. And then he, he eats their face l- off. No, 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 no he, he chops their head off. Punch it. He was like, what are you going to do? Knock my block off? And that's exactly what Turns that fucking clown yeah. does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That guy's head. All you see is the clown punching up, which is the only way you should punch. He punches up and that guy, that motorcycle guy's head just. Goes flying. Lands in, in, in a dumpster. Yeah. It was perfect. And that the, guy got what was coming to the, him. The, the short clown was my favorite one too. So I guess we all like the short one. Yeah. Yeah. The short clown was the best. Yeah. Hey, what do you think about this movie? So this is a very interesting film. Um, basically it was made by these guys called the Chiodo brothers, um, Charles, Stephen, and Edward. And uh, they ran a special effects house in Hollywood. And oddly enough, they did all the creature effects for critters, which was the movie that we just finished reviewing. And uh, Stephen Chiodo, who directed this movie, uh, he was driving down a dark road one night, and he had like a uh, kind of like a vision of like an alien that just kind of like drives up next to him. And he's just like on, uh, he looks like he's riding like a bike, but he's not on anything. And so he turned that into like a story and his brothers came along and they're like, you know what would make this story more interesting? He's like, what is like, if they were clowns from outer space <laughs> and he was like, I like how you guys are thinking. No, no, no. He said it like this. <laughs> you know what? You know what would make this better? <laughs> Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Clouds. 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 Clouds
Because these brothers have their own special effects house, they were able to make like all like the clown outfits and like basically all the special effects like really cheap. In fact, the most expensive thing that they had to make in this entire movie was the uh, the gun that shot out like the the popcorn. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Like, it wasn't like the cocoon back, room. Back. <laughs> no, no, no it, it wasn't any of the sets or anything like that. It was basically like um, they had to figure out how to do like this compressed air gun that like you know shot out. Like they had to the, figure that out. That's like the most basic engineering. <laughs> well, well, essentially, like they spent eight thousand dollars on on that Get gun. The, I can build that from Home Depot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hear me that, out. That, hear me out. That hear me out. Sex chair from <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Hear me out. What if, what if they shoot popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just high as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, one of the more interesting things is so, like, towards the end of the movie, there's a scene where like the clowns throw pies at the security guard and they mm-hmm. kill him from, from like throwing pies at Melt him. And uh, one of the things killer pies. <laughs> One of the things about like the whole pie gag is that normally like you just have like a, an empty tin, you fill it with whipped cream, you throw the pie at people. But the brothers wanted like the actual pies to like, you know, look like pies. Mm-hmm. And so they were throwing actual pies at this guy. But the, the funny thing was, is that so when you have a pie with like actual crust and like filling and things of that nature, if you're too close, like they actually like hurt when you mm-hmm. get hit by them. And so like, yeah. yeah. And, and so like they, they had to like figure out how to the optimum distance to throw pies to like get it to not only stick to the guy, but not hurt him. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's one of the funnier scenes in the movie. Cause like the guy just keeps getting like hit, well, pelted by these they, pies. They missed the first time. The first pie goes whizzing past him. And he's just like, what? And then pow. Yeah. They were like, just keep going. We're going to keep filming. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh God. And there's like the giant cherry on his head. Yeah. I fucking hate this movie but, so much. But uh, there, there are two characters in this called the, um, Terenzi brothers yeah. uh, Rich and the Paul. ice cream kids yeah yeah the, the two brothers who run the ice cream truck <sighs> and these guys were actually an established LA comedy duo like like they were like a stand-up duo that you know would do the LA comedy clubs and um they uh got they were uh the Chioto brothers were fans of them they were like hey you want to be in our movie and they were like yeah and and they just kind of like appear in this movie and I think a lot of the ice cream gags were like from them like the fat chicks and, and stuff <laughs> like that um but th- this movie is like a throwback to like the the cheesy Ed Wood type uh, mm-hmm. alien invasion movies from the fifties, and it has like such an interesting, unique twist. And I can remember watching this like when I was a kid, and not really understanding it, you know, when I was younger. But like upon rewatching it now that I'm older, I have like a renewed kind of um, appreciation for it because it is a cult classic. There there are people who like love this movie, yeah. and it was very imaginative and very interestingly made interestingly well done but do you like it that's what i want to know well i like it in the sense that like it's an enjoyable campy movie like you don't go into a movie called killer clowns from outer space <laughs> you know expecting it to be good but you expect it to at least be fun and it was fun like like all the clowns have like their own unique personality i loved mooney mooney was like one of my favorite things and 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 it's kind of funny because like earlier on in the movie he's like He's like, I'm not going to be your puppet, you know? Mm-hmm. And then like, he ends up dying by being, becoming Dude, a marionette puppet. That was sick. So fucked yes. up. They had him like on his they, lap. And, they make and, him a marionette. Yeah. And they make him, a, he's got his like little lines in his mouth and he's oh, talking to the was, kid. Was, but like, then when he was done with him, he goes, and he pulls his yeah. hand out and it's covered in blood. Yeah. That and was, he just like, oh shit. Yeah, that, that was, was like that was legitimately up. the gnarliest part of this whole movie. Yeah. 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 For sure. And it was, it was disturbing. Yeah. If they, it was good. Like this movie rides 
the line of like campy and or gross and disturbing too much. I needed it to either go one way or the other. I disagree. I like yeah, I, I, I don't, give me I don't give me the dark shit, the weird dark humor stuff, like the puppet thing. That yeah. I was like, oh shit, that's freaking crazy. I want but, a full. I want a full forearm full of blood. Uh, yeah. That you go Thack. like do that. Yeah. But don't give me the fucking the balloon puppet thing barking at the people running away. Like that's so that stupid. Too. No, it's so stupid. And the people, I just need the people to be smarter. If the people were just semi-intelligent, anybody. I, I think this is one of those movies where you, that it didn't, that didn't bother me because it's, it's just not that kind of movie. It's, it's full on camp. The, the whole point is um, these townspeople are dumb and these, and these clowns from outer space. Nobody's that dumb. Are dude. harvesting these Listen, people. When that, it, it's yeah, but it's, they're not supposed to be smart. That, that scene where that, Again, just disgusting looking clown is going like this to the little girl. Mm -hmm. And the little girl's like, oh, he's that's very a clown. whimsical. And he, she walks over to him. And then the mom, who is apparently oblivious to this eight foot sure, tall. It's the 80s. And it's like, oh, honey, don't go over there. Come over here with me. And I'm just like, no, no, no. She says, you're not going anywhere till you finish your dinner. <laughs> oh, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> well, I was just like, I'm like, why the fuck does nobody see this shit? Well, I, I mean, Alex, you, you got to take it into account that like this movie is meant to be kind of like ridiculous. Yeah. And the fact, uh, getting back to the character of Mooney, um, he's played by John Vernon, who was like, you know, uh, in Animal House and like he's been in like hundreds of movies. Very famous voice actor, too. Like he's, he's done a lot of voice acting. And, and it was kind of funny because like he brought a certain gravitas to the movie. Yeah, he <laughs> that, did. That was like like yeah. kind of strange. Hated everyone, wanted to shoot everyone. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was just like, why isn't he the hero of this movie? Like, he like, should have been. I really want him to just be running around like killing clowns. Yes. Because he attacked a clown from the back unprovoked. Therefore, he got what was Unprovoked? Coming. Yeah. There's no such thing so, with uh, a clown. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. I'll, I'll give you half a point for that. So, so, so we also needed a point. So, so in Critters, we talked about um, that, that one song. Uh, how's it go again? Power of the night. Yeah. Streets are calling. <laughs> yeah, in this, in, this song, in, in this movie, we get another original song. Uh -huh. How's it go? I've had this song stuck. Oh in my, my god, head the killer clown song! Fucking week. Now I have power of the night stuck in my head. It's like, I gotta it's like revamp the carousel of death or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it it's just something nonsensical like na -na 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 killer clowns. <laughs> uh, so, so basically, it was written by this punk rock band called the Dickies. And uh, and it almost sounds like uh, a Rush song. Because he's got like the, the very high pitched uh, noise. It's like killer clowns from outer space. And, and <laughs> it, it, it's kind of funny because like both both critters and this this movie, I, I was like, why don't movies like make their own songs anymore? They're like, so catchy. Like I've literally had killer clowns stuck in my head not knowing any of the words. It was just like the melody of it. It was driving me insane. But now he put Power of the Night, which well, is better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another funny bit about this movie is like all the vehicles for the movie were rented, right? And there, the, and there's a, a a bit at the end where the the brothers the um, that run the ice cream truck. Yeah. Uh, well, I want to talk more about the brothers. They're, they're trying to run away from um, Clownzilla, the, the big <laughs> boss at the end. Uh, that That's what they called him is Clownzilla. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're like, they're like, we can't leave the truck behind. It's a rental. And it was kind of like an inside gag because like all the, the cars that they used for this movie were like rented and they couldn't like damage them or anything like that. So I, I just thought that that was kind of funny. 
You want to talk about the brothers? I do. So the the story arc of the brothers is that their whole mo- motivation for everything is to get girls. So they rented the the ice cream truck truck to get girls. They've got these two girls in the back, but once they mention parking, the girls are like, "We're out of here. We're not those kind of girls." And then they like come with Mike to the the spaceship tent and uh they end up meet they end up falling into a, like a ball pit and they meet these two girl clowns. Oh, that's right. And they freaking grow <laughs> they grow boobs. Yeah, their boobs grow. Oh, yeah. the boobs. And they're like, um so in order to get them there, they, uh Mike was like, "Yeah, Debbie's got these two great roommates with big boobs who love ice cream. Will you just take me to her house so I can fucking save her from these clowns?" And they're like, "Y'all, I mean, if she's got big boob roommates, of course." <laughs> So they take them, <laughs> and then they they track them down to the to the big top ten. They fall in this in this pit the whole time. They're like, clowns, are you gonna kill us? And obviously, and then they end up falling into a pit. They meet these two female female big boobed clowns, and then the next time we see them, they have conquered. The female clowns yeah. and they have like kiss marks all no, over yeah, them. It's, it's obviously totally fuck those clowns. They fuck those clowns. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Oh. Oh. Hey, those clowns are big tits. Yeah, yeah. When, so. when, when, when the brothers showed back up, I turned to Jude. I was like, "Did they fuck those those girl clowns?" Yeah, and she was like, "Sure oh, yeah. did." Yeah, they didn't kill them. In 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 the rules of um, Alien One, it don't matter if it's alien. <laughs> well, well, you know, what's funny is like, so originally in the, their original ending for this movie, uh, the uh, sheriff guy uh, was supposed to die, you know, killing the clowns and the brothers didn't survive. Um, but the studio wanted them to have like a happy ending version in case it didn't test well. And so they shot the one where basically the brothers uh, and the, the sheriff survived by hiding in the clown car that survives the explosion at the end. And um, when they uh, were in the editing bay, they were like, you know what? The happier ending just fits better. So like, we're going to use that one. We're not going to use the original ending. And so like, that's the one that they went with. I just thought it was kind of funny because it's like, yeah, everyone lives, you know, except, so for, except for the entire town. Yeah, the yeah. entire town is dead. They're yeah. all in the cocoons in the ship. There's yeah. like hundreds of people. It's so and, and they get silly blown up. and whimsical. <laughs> <laughs> and delightful. Like, like how creepy is that scene where like the fat clown comes in and puts like that twisty straw and oh, and the sucks cocoons? the blood out of the thing. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. he's a fatty. He's cheating. <laughs> That's your snack for the journey. Or you I was watching this movie and I wanted props. I wanted twisty. Oh yeah, straws. you were sending us like Amazon <laughs> gifts. I, like, oh. I wanted giant crazy straws. I wanted to drink like red drinks so that, like you can see the red going through them. <laughs> I wanted a red nose and a clown wig. Yeah. We were all like, no. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Well, well, what's funny is like the Chiodo brothers have been trying to get a sequel to this movie made for like years and they want to call it The Return of the Killer Clowns from Outer Space in 3D. Oh, and uh, they watched that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they've been, they've been trying to turn it into like either a TV show or like a movie or something like that. And it just keeps like kind of like, like why would they not be space? able to get that done? It has enough of a cult following. Yeah. They could, they could easily forty three million. They can finance it themselves. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what the deal is why it keeps stalling. But like, basically, their initial kind of like concept for a sequel is to um, have like uh, a new cast who are like street performers, and people from the original movie keep coming in and recruiting them to fight off like the killer clowns, and so it's like a passing of the torch type oh my thing. God. I hate this movie so much. Yeah, you're insane. This movie sucks. You're insane. <laughs> Okay. You're insane. That's fine. That's fine. I'm I'm allowed to be on my hill. You're on your hill on the other side. It's fine. Get some mental health. <laughs> I think you just have to 
take this movie for what it is. I tried, but honestly, dude, like, if it was just straight camp, like we've watched camping movies, is, chopping mall and shit like is, that. This is straight chopping camp. Yeah, but amazing. like, there's you can't get campier. <laughs> the fucking clowns made me uncomfortable, dude. I didn't want to watch the movie. I was like, these fucking things are freaking me the fuck out, and I need to stop. Yeah. Like I was. I don't like them. I don't like they, them I, they weird me out. I don't want to watch it. You're when, dealing when, with your own phobia. When it I was understand. like, when it was like, come here, little girl, and it's like, fuck up mouth and everything. I was just like, nope, nope, can't do it. Sorry. I, I wanted to not watch this movie. I mean, that's the horror aspect of the movie, yeah. though. Right? Yeah. <laughs> what is it for you? Somebody, oh, it's a, it's below one star. <gasps> it's like a half star movie. I hate this movie. I never want to watch it again. You know, when you're like, this movie made me angry to watch it. That's where I'm at. I, I don't want to watch this movie. So disappointing. Ever the hell again. Please don't ever pick Killer Clowns anything. <laughs> I don't want to do it. There's like seven sequels. Uh. And August is coming. <laughs> I don't want to watch this I'm fucking kidding. movie. I'm kidding. I don't think there's actually any sequels. Oh, he's just said there's no sequels. They're trying to get one made, and I'm glad they haven't. Good for you, Hollywood. <laughs> I'm going to yuck your yum. For this movie. I feel like I'm the only person who doesn't yuck other people's yums <laughs> on this panel. I just like half, wait, star, wait till half star. cartoon week. Half star. What, what do you give it? I don't know. Three stars. I'm going to go with three stars. Because it is, it, it, it fully embraces the kind of movie it's supposed to be. For the kind of movie it's supposed to be, it's probably higher than three stars. But I can't give it any more than three stars. I will. Don't worry. So, I'm sure you will. Um, you have to just kind of go into a movie like this and embrace what it is. It's camp sci-fi clown horror movie. And it's, it's for what they set out to do. I think they accomplished it in spades. So I, I, and I have to appreciate that. And I, I but is this a movie for me? No, <laughs> Absolutely. I hate clowns. I loathe clowns. It's, it's, it's both a one star crap fest for my real brain, but for my <laughs> fucked up stupid brain for this show, I'm going to give it three. So yeah. 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 That's where I'm so at. So you're saying it's a four. No. <laughs> Jude's adding points now. Add them together. <laughs> Jude, what's your rating? Just so giddy with joy that I got to watch this. For work, and I got to make you guys watch it too. This is this is one of my favorite movies from my growing up years, my adolescent years. This is one hundred percent one of the top ten movies that made Jude, and this is just for me. All of all of my 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 ratings are always just based on purely my own perspective of it. But for me, this is this is. Five clown dog, balloon dogs out of five. five this out is five. just one of those movies that made me the weirdo that I am. And I appreciate it for what it is. Is it is it badly acted? Yes. Is it badly written? Yes. Is it campy as fuck? Hell yeah. And it's everything that I want. This is this is the equivalent of Chopping Mall. For it's behind you. Other side. Other side. There. There you go. This is the equivalent. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how space works. <laughs> it's the time space continuum. This is the equivalent of chopping mall for me. This is this is one of the movies that made Jude, and therefore I would not be here uh in present with y'all today were it not for one of these fucking movies, and I love it. And right. I I will die on this hill. All right. It's her wrath of Khan. For me. I didn't cry. 
And I don't, I don't think it's not well written either. I think for what it is, it's, it's very, very well done. This is perfectly what it's supposed to be. Yeah. And I love that about a movie. When a movie is not good, but it's supposed to be exactly that, mm-hmm. this just hits the fucking mark. It's like, it's like a, you, you like Willy's Wonderland, right? Nick Cage movie? Yeah, it was a great movie. Same, I think I gave it a five stars. Same stupid shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same stupid shit. If you had never watched that, but watched it 20 years from now, you'd be like, holy shit, this is fucking bonkers. See, I didn't like that movie. No, I but, but for some reason, I like this one for what yeah. it was. Yeah. But it is what it is, and it's perfectly in that. I never want to see another one of those freaking clouds again. Yeah. It freaked me out. Kadish, what's your rating for this? So uh, this is a, a fun, dumb movie. I mean, it is what it is. It doesn't make any apologies for what it is. You know exactly what you're going to get going mm-hmm. into it. Um, and for that reason, I just give it a, a solid two fat chicks eating ice cream out of five. <laughs> okay. All right. He loves a curvy girl. That's it for Killer Clowns from Outer Space. What's your rate? I'm curious to know what our Yeah, pop it thinks. in the comments. Yeah, let us know in the comments below what your rating is for yeah, Killer Clowns. Yeah, you know, clowns. I've never understood people's aversion to clowns. I've never found clowns they're, they're very weird. scary. They're fucking creepy, dude. Listen, if you're in the clown industry, I apologize in advance, but don't come to my house. <laughs> Pick a new profession. Ever. <laughs> don't come to you. Don't come to Alex's street or neighborhood. <laughs> if he's driving down the street, t- chances are he has his gun in the car. And just don't, just don't be around. Just don't be around. I'm not fucking around. What's your right zip now. code in the in the general area of eight nine one? Whatever the fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, don't come to my area dressed as a clown. You. I'm gonna go stand outside your house in a clown. You will get like shot. This. Like this. You'll get shot with a butcher blade, butcher knife. I got a lot of neighbors with guns, buddy. <laughs> Vader's gonna go full John Wayne Gacy. Oh. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. You lost me now. I don't. I don't want you to. Mention actual serial killers. <laughs> there was an actual clown serial killer. Yeah. Have you never heard of John Wayne Gacy? Just Google it. I don't want to talk about there's it. There's a really cool. There's a thing on Netflix. Go check it out. All right, yeah. we're gonna Google that, and then we'll be right back. We're talking the Blob. This we'll is, right. this is what <laughs> stay tuned. The Blob. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Hey, if you guys would like to support the podcast, get some awesome merch in return, go to softynerdstore.com and grab some of our stuff. We've got some really cool t-shirts available there that Kadish and myself have designed. And we've got our monthly, uh, I don't know if I can say that. We've got the Klingon Lives Matter. Uh, that's available at our store right now, the very controversial t-shirt. Head it's over just, there. It just says, England yeah. Lives Matter. <laughs> he's, You're he's in that so stupid blocked. wig. Why don't you take the wig off? I like it. Leave me alone. <laughs> Anyway, saltynerdstore.com, guys. Grab some stuff. Uh, type in salty at the checkout counter for 10% off and uh, help support the podcast. All right, next movie on our list The Blob. The Blob! <laughs> God damn it. Take it away, Jude. <laughs> we should have made a drinking game every time I say that. <laughs> no, we should not. <laughs> 1988. The Blob! <laughs> Rated R with a runtime of one hour, 35 minutes. This had a budget of $19 million. What do you think this brought in? Uh, 42. All right. Vader? 30 million. Eight. That's it? (laughs) Come on, man. You're telling me Killer Clowns made more money than this movie? Fuck yes, I am. God damn it. Okay. My faith in humanity is gone. This movie's 
stupid. It's not stupid. This is the best movie we watched this week. No, it's not. I mean, all three of these are gems, which this, is why I picked them for you. The, the, does John Carpenter have anything to do with this movie? Because it has this, it, it feels like his movie. So he was originally approached to develop this, but he passed on it. It still feels like he made it. <laughs> they were like, what would John, WWJC? Yeah. <laughs> what would John Carpenter do? Yeah. <laughs> absolutely it did it felt like a john carpenter movie and yeah. the whole time i was digging it i was like yes this is grotesque yeah. we also needed what would john carpenter do shirt <laughs> i dig it all right all right <laughs> write it down the three things you need to know about this movie are that kevin Dillon is a bad boy it is an, an unseasonably warm autumn day and that this is the origin story for shawnee smith and all of the saw movies going from good girl to bad bitch when a space blob attaches onto the hand of a hobo, Shawnee Smith and her date, whose name we don't need to know because he dies immediately, happen upon him and take him to the hospital, where there is one doctor and the nurses don't give a shit. While they wait for the hobo to be seen, the space blob ate his torso and crawled up the wall above Paul. Shawnee Smith hears her date screaming and runs in grabs his arm to pull him out of the devouring blob, and this is where their date ends. In typical 80s movie fashion and life, when Shawnee Smith tells the cops what she saw, they prescribe rest until she's not crazy anymore. Knowing that Kevin Dillon is the only other person alive that saw the space blob, she sneaks out to track him down at the local diner and begs him to corroborate her story. Just when they start seeing eye to eye, the blob sneaks in and kills the cook, the waitress, the sheriff, and most of the town. Since it can travel through pipes and small cracks, it doesn't seem like anything can stop it from killing everyone until Kevin and Shawnee hide in a freezer and learn that the blob won't come in after them because it hates the cold. Luckily, the military just showed up with big guns and the local mechanic has a snow machine he's been tinkering with that just might stop the blob in its snail trail. Discuss. I freaking love this movie. This movie's great. I love it. I had so much fun with this movie. I was like digging it. I, yeah. I loved I loved how it was like this. It started off really small and then it ate that homeless dude in the woods. And then like it just kind of progresses through. And the, the whole hospital scene where they're like, it like falls off the roof. And, just, and like, how they kill that guy immediately. And you think he's a main character? Yes. Yeah. It was freaking awesome. I was like, this is dope. Like the main dude, right? Who's going to be like. He's got the girlfriend. He's yeah. like the jock or whatever. He seems like the hero of the story. Yeah. He's not. Dead. <laughs> Arm falls off. It's all like, oh my God. Like, yeah. it's just, I had so much freaking fun with this movie. I'm so glad. And I, dude, the gore effects in this film were like next level. They were amazing. Uh -huh. And I love that one, especially that one where the dude gets sucked into the freaking tub or not the tub, yeah. the sink. And he's like broken in half. And then all oh, you see is yeah. his leg like swirl down. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. This movie's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I had a, I had a great time. Uh, no, I just, I, I had so much fun with this movie and I legitimately, like if somebody were to say, oh yeah, this is um, either John Carpenter produced or directed or something was involved somehow, I would Inspired. have been like, that makes sense because it feels like a John Carpenter yeah. movie. Have you ever seen the original? The, 19, the fifth, the black and white one? Yeah. I, a long time ago, I think I watched it. It was probably on TV at some point. Like yeah, TM, so, what is it? Uh, Turner Classic Movies or yeah. something? So like the, the blob itself is is not as intimidating and it just kind of rope, 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 yeah. rops through the the film and it's just not that scary and it kills people but yeah but what it, i think in the 
the fifties version. Was it fifties? Uh, I want to say fifty-eight. Something like that. Something like that. Um, it, it was just unstoppable. Yes. So it would just kind of lumber towards you. Yeah. And like, if yeah. you were in the way, you just kind of like, get there was no the, stopping it. But yeah. honestly, like as you're watching it as a bystander, you're like, Man. But, it, but it wasn't hunting people in this movie. This thing was freaking hunting. Yeah. And, 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 and this movie, it just took the inspiration of that. And, and, it turned, turned it up, it up to, to 11. 11. <laughs> <laughs> this one goes to 11. It made it so campy. And like the main character, Shawnee Smith, who's the main like bad girl in all of the Saw movies. I don't know if you mm. have seen I that. didn't get that reference, but okay. okay. She's like a horror movie um, staple. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I find it funny that you guys like this movie. How much. did you, did you not like it? This is my least favorite movie. Are you? Of the week. I think by the time you watched it, he just decided to hate everything. No, I, I wasn't trying to hate anything. This, this movie just, I don't know. It just didn't really resonate with me. Maybe because I had to watch it by myself. It was the best acted. It had the best yeah. effects. I just saw a giant piece of slurm. They were blowing around with a straw, <laughs> making bubbles come out of it and, you know, putting some. It was cool effects though. I like the effects. I, I didn't like it. They I, were what, pink. Where it like freaking plops on top of that dude in the bed and you see him underneath mm-hmm. it and it's like eating his flesh oh, away. Yeah. I was like, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, there's just, I, I don't know why. That's crazy. I, this movie just didn't do it for me. I don't know why at all. Oh, that's weird. But you guys talk about it. You guys like well, it. Well, why? Wh- I, I don't know why I didn't like it. There was just something about this movie I didn't like. I didn't. Okay, well, maybe we should cancel the podcast. No, we don't cancel the podcast. <laughs> just, I don't know. Okay. I, it, right. it, it, this, it, didn't, it didn't do much for me at all. No, it's mine. <laughs> Kanish, did you like this movie? I love this movie. Oh, Yay! thank God. That's um, awesome. So interesting fun fact, this movie is written by Frank Darabont, who did uh, The Shawshank Redemption, uh, The Green Mile, hmm, wow. The Mist. Uh, he started The Walking Dead TV show. Uh, and um, the director of this movie, Chuck Russell, he was just coming off of um, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, oh, uh, the, the Dream Child. Uh, which is widely considered to be after you know the first movie, uh, the best Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, but uh, Frank Darabont, you know, he he's like a huge Stephen King fanatic. Like he loves Stephen King stuff, and so he actually around this time, The Stand had come out, and so he used The Stand as a big inspiration for this movie. Like uh, Kevin Dillon's character, his last name is Flag. So yes. Like, oh, I like thought that. the same thing. Yeah. And uh, so, like, he uses a lot of Stephen King archetypes for the characters, and it's set in, like, a small town in Maine and, like, all this other stuff. And, um, you know, basically, like, he was like, well, I'm making a horror movie, so I'm going to pull from the best horror writer I know, which is Stephen King. And you can kind of see it in this movie where, like, the first half of this movie is, like, a creature feature Mm -hmm. uh, horror movie. And then it becomes a conspiracy film. It, like, does, like, a hard twist uh, where basically the government comes That's in. That's why you like it. Yeah, I was like, of course the government's the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so they take this like kind of like early '90s cynical take on it, where like the the movie is all of a sudden shifts to like a government conspiracy type thing, and it's kind of funny because like you, you know um, Jude kind of talked a little bit about how uh, the Paul Taylor character, who's like the the jock, he's like the, the quarterback and you know the the, the town hero and, and until he, he's not yeah and and he's the one who takes uh, shawnee smith's uh, penny out on a date and at first you think oh paul's going to be the hero he's going to be the main character in this movie because we spend a lot of time with him uh and then like he just dies and and chuck russell was like i want i want to do that because i want to shock the audience yeah. they, they basically uh, deep blue seed it mm-hmm. on that oh, one yeah 
Yeah. So uh, Paul dies, and then you think Kevin Dillon's character, Brian Flagg, is is the hero. That's so crazy because, like, immediately when they said his last name, I was like, oh, just like Randall Flagg. Yeah, exactly. And he's supposed to be a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. So like, so like he's set up to be the bad guy, and then then you think he's the hero, but then it turns out that Penny is actually the hero of this Meg. movie all along. Yeah, Meg Penny. Uh, is her name and uh, and so like uh, it was kind of like a subversive thing that uh, that both Frank Darabont and the director uh, Russell did uh, for this movie, which is basically like make Shawnee Smith like the main character. Mm -hmm. And if you think about it, like she's really the one kind of driving the action throughout like the entire film. And the creature gore effects in this movie were next level, like like really like on the level of John Carpenter's The Thing, which is why I think it's appropriate to kind of like ask, yeah. like, did John Carpenter have anything to mm -hmm. do with this? And it's kind of funny because there, there are two scenes in this film that really stand out to me. And the first one is Paul's death. So like when when um, Meg Penny kind of goes in and sees him for the first time and he's sitting there, he's got like the thing on his face. He's like, ah, yeah. he's reaching out for her. Um, the, the story behind that was that, so uh, Shawnee Smith didn't know what to expect because the director purposely kept her in the dark so oh, nice. to catch her reaction. I love it when they <laughs> do that. Reaction. I love it when they do that. Yeah. Ridley Scott does that shit all the time. Yeah. He did it for <laughs> Aliens when they're like, nobody told him, oh, the chest burst is going to come out. They were all completely reacting. They were like, holy shit. Yeah, I freaking love it when directors yeah. do that shit. And and the funny thing is, is that the, the actor who played Paul, uh, Donathan Leach Jr., um, so like he was actually in that blob like like that that was him doing that performance and they said that like i, I think they said in a, in a commentary at some point down the line that what they essentially did was like they waterboarded the poor guy because like because yeah. like they stretched that thing over his face and he's sitting there like ah and then they're like yeah you know basically he couldn't breathe yeah it's, while, while that thing was over him. yeah i can imagine it's only it's freaking whatever material yeah. that was made out of i feel of. like he was in another stephen king i think was he in christine I don't know. I'm going to look but, it up. But the other thing that really stood out was the um, the phone booth scene. Where, oh, yeah. Where, yeah, that where, was good. Yeah, where basically Fran, the, the the lady who runs the diner, she's in the phone in this phone booth and the blob is kind of enveloping it. And she's trying to call the police for help. And the sheriff, who we also think is going to be like a, a main player, like he just his body just gets put, pressed up against that that uh, phone booth. And uh, and he's like disintegrating as mm -hmm. like he's up against it. And then when the blob breaks in, it basically just like crashes in through and crushes uh, her and, 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 and yeah, all the glass comes in yeah. on her. Yeah. It was an and, awesome scene. And the way they did that effect was, was basically they built like a three foot miniature of not only the, the phone booth, but also like the actress. And they used these like powerful air cannons to just blow this thing in there. And the effect looks amazing. Like it looks really good. Mm -hmm. Like the, the special effects for this movie didn't seem dated to me at all. No, not at all. I think you could watch like the thing and then go watch this movie. Yeah. I feel like it's on the same level. And I also feel like this movie is actually like really well written. And that's, be, that's Frank Darabont's doing, I think is because like, you know, he's a great writer. And because of that, like I remember when I was a kid and I watched this movie like a lot because it was on like HBO or like mm -hmm. whatever. And uh, it was just like uh, a favorite of mine growing up because the horror w was cool uh, I thought Kevin Dillon, like being like the bad boy with like the black leather jacket and the long hair was really funny. Um, but yeah. but uh, it, was, it was also funny because like the, the director insisted that both Kevin Dillon and Shawnee Smith wear hair extensions. So like that wasn't even their real hair <laughs> uh, for most <laughs> oh, of the movie. Her hair's so bad. It's so mullety. And honestly, so is his. But but when I when I was a kid, I was like, oh, Shawnee Smith's so hot. You know, <laughs> like, you know, like I, I was really into the movie because of her. And 
there's just a lot of stuff in this movie that works really well, at least until I feel like the government comes in and then it kind of gets like a little bit sidetracked. It gets a little, yeah, it goes a little off the rails on that one because yeah. it's, it gets to the point where it's so big that the townspeople can't handle it. And then they do the whole like fire truck thing with, I guess it's got like nitrogen in it. Maybe. No, no, no. no. It, it's, it's a snow machine truck. So like, it's basically like they're in a ski town. Yeah. And so like they use that truck to create snow um, to kind of like, you know, pat out the, uh, but that's, the, the skiing that's not how like, snow machines work though doesn't matter <laughs> it don't matter if it's so, alien snow machines you the weather outside has to be cold and then you shoot mist into the air and the mist turns into snow it's just water like it, it's not like yeah, un, but, unless he has like a nitrogen cooled freaking he went a different way with it he's chilling his beers but re regardless there, there's one scene in this film in particular that i want to call attention to and that's the scene where kevin dillon uh, does his motorcycle jump across that broken bridge? Oh, at bridge. the very beginning. No, no, no. Um, at the beginning, he, he attempts to he attempts to do it, but then falls. like later on, he does it while being chased by both a car and a helicopter. Mm -hmm. And so, like, you watch that scene and you think, "Oh, that's got to be a special effect." But they actually did that in camera, practical. Like everything in that shot actually happened. And when the uh, the stuntman jumped the bike. And he hit the uh, the other side of the bridge. Both um, both tires on the motorcycle blew out. Oh my god! And the stuntman kept upright based off of the strength of his feet alone, because like he put his feet on the ground and kept him up there as wow. as the so helicopter. Yeah, as the helicopter flew overhead and as like the the car crashed behind him, and they got it in one take, and they were like, "Perfect, run it." And I, like I look at that shot, and I'm just like, "That's probably one of like." the greatest stunt shots in, in history of that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. I love it, dude. Mm -hmm. So another fun fact about this movie. So it was $19 million and 9 million of that dollars went to special effects. Like that was, sure. that was yeah. their, their yeah. effect budget. It needed to. And, and you, you can, you got to give this movie, even if you didn't like it, you have to give it respect for the fact that like it's special effects are really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this Super creepy. It was creepy. It made a blob freaking scary. Yeah. Right. Cause like, there it's like on the roof and shit and it has like tentacles that it like freaking spits at you and it's like one of those freaking gooey things you and, throw and the, the gruesomeness of the deaths are yeah. like, like, like yeah. you're just like i wouldn't want to be killed by because it's like acidic and it like eats you away and honestly goo is scary well, also <laughs> the, the concept that frank darabont and the director chuck russell had for the blob is basically it's an inside out stomach so like you know the acids are on the outside yeah. and like it basically eats everything it touches and mm -hmm. stuff like that and I was like I was like oh that's terrifying yeah yeah it's a yeah, I, I the, had such the a good hobo at the beginning was like ah! yeah and 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 it's like because that thing is eating him it's eating him and like, he's just got this like fucking globe on his hand yeah, yeah he he tried to chop off his hand because it went yeah. bad and he failed like like as, as, as he did try to chop off his hand because yeah, it went bad yeah as, as soon as like he removed the blade the blob just like went over the part to like keep keep him like attached to it God, so crazy yeah i i love this movie i had such a great time with yeah. it i I, it, I don't remember if i'd seen it yet or not i think this might be a first watch for me but i was blown away i was like this freaking movie's awesome i'm so glad you liked at least one thing and, i mean just <laughs> but okay so the difference between this movie and critters is like when the critters shoot you with their little um, spines their little yeah. spines things it numbs you at least so like while they're eating you you can't feel it but with this the blob is just like Brah, feel yeah. everything yeah well i mean when it like sucks people into like smaller areas to like drag oh, them away God, yeah. and they get like folded in half it sucked that guy into a drain yeah did, did you guys notice uh the one character who played like the the deputy who hated kevin dillon 
uh, was the <laughs> toxic waste guy from RoboCop. I did not. Oh, the dude no. who melts? Yeah, yeah. The, the, um, so <laughs> Paul, awesome. Paul McCrane, who was the, the dude who basically got melted by the toxic waste That's from RoboCop, was in this movie. That's awesome. Uh, I also noticed uh, Babe Ruth from Sandlot is in this movie. He was also in... <gasps> He was a guard in War Games. He he was Shawnee Smith's dad, who was the pharmacist. Oh, okay. I love the pharmacist. Remember the freaking condom scene? Yes. Where they're like, do you want ribbed? His (laughs) asshole friend, like Scott fucking Jenkins or something, was like, hey, buy me some condoms because I'm going to fuck this bitch. And he's like, here's some money. Go buy them for yourself. And like his priest or whatever is like, oh, hello, good young man who's a fucking That dude's a creep. Thank you. Yes. Yes. I haven't seen you around Sunday service. I'm okay. like, probably because you tried to molest him. Immediately. <laughs> don't you get like uh, Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. All the dude with Nazis. the burn on his hand. Yeah. 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 Don't you get no- the those Nazi vibes yeah. from that that pre- yes. creature? Yes, I do. Yeah. Well, well, you know what's funny is so like mm-hmm. that that whole condom scene, it, it basically, it was a story that actually happened to Chuck Russell when he was I'm in high school. I'm sure. And so, like, he wanted to put that in the movie, and it's basically like this guy's best friend goes to buy condoms, and he's kind of bragging about uh, to the pharmacist about how he's going to get these condoms for his friend because his friend is going to bang a girl. Yeah. And it turns out that the girl is the pharmacist's daughter. Yeah. And um, who hasn't been there? Uh, when you grow up in a small town like I did, you you, you don't go. Hundred percent. You have to make it the story. You don't go to the local store to no, buy condoms because the drug <laughs> or guy. The, the, you the, have the, to go with your friend the, and make up a story. No, the cashiers at the grocery store, if you buy them there, or the or the pharmacist at the drugstore, if you buy them there, they all know everybody. Yeah. yeah. And if a kid goes in there and buys those things, your parents will immediately yeah. On the know. Phone your mother. It's like, wait, hey, little Johnny just bought some uh, yeah. some some ribbed condoms. Yeah. For, so like, they're they're gonna I go. Smoked you know, a cigarette in the mall yeah. in 1994, and my mother had a phone call by the time I got home from the mall. Wow. Yeah. Well, what's also funny is so like that best friend who gets the condoms. First of all, he's got a full bar in the trunk of his car. Uh-oh. So, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm upset that I don't yeah. have Second that. Second of all, the girl that he's like trying to basically date rape before uh-huh. date rape was a thing. Uh, Erica Oleng. She she was the stripper Olenkia. from Under Siege. Oh my God! No she, way. She's the pale nipples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> did I just do this? I just did this, huh? The pale nipple chick. I do remember. I was I touched, like, I, her for nipples, the audio only. What, I just touched my nipples a what, bunch. <laughs> we were watching that movie, and I was. I think both of us were like, her nipples are the same color of her, her skin. Her nipples were. Um, they were mesmerizing, and I. I'm, I'm sorry. It, it's not okay that he did this, but I understand why he did do the thing with the unbuttoning her blouse without her consent because they're amazing. They're amazing. <laughs> well, he got it though. He got like, uh, yeah, the, he got what was coming. Well, yeah. Also like, like she died a pretty horrible death too. Well, yeah, she was already dead. I mean, <gasps> oh, I, that's right. She like, her face was there and he's like, are you okay? And then her face like sinks. Yeah. And, like she shrivels yeah. into like, it was the only thing left was her skin. I think that his cocktailing probably muted the horror <laughs> of her death. Maybe. So this is the one time that trying to date some date rape. Someone is worked. <laughs> Don't I'm say not, that. I'm not saying it's okay. It's definitely not okay. This is the one example of when this worked in the, in the favor of the victim because she was going to die anyway. By an outside alien. Okay. However, that ha- happened. And then he comes in to try to date rape her. She's already dead. Therefore, everything that he does is already kind of muted by the fact that she's dead. And then the alien kills him, which is what he had. 
Okay. Yeah. And this was also a time before date rape was actually a thing. This they, was like yeah. There was 80s. no term for it. Yeah. Um, but what, what's interesting is the Kevin Dillon character. So I remember being like, like so in awe of his character when I was a kid. Cause I was like, Oh yeah, he's such a bad boy. And you know, in the original blob, Steve McQueen was like yeah. the main character. Yeah. Like, like he, he was the, the, the hero of that movie. And so like, they tried to kind of like model Kevin Dillon's performance so off of Steve McQueen. 1988 thought Kevin McQueen coolness, <laughs> like laterally transitioned to. <laughs> Put a wig on Kevin Dillon. <laughs> Give He's him a, a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's so funny because like we recently saw Kevin Dillon in uh, No Escape or Escape from Absalom, however you want to pronounce it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so like we've seen him in a couple movies uh, recently and I just keep thinking about his role in entourage where he's just like the, you know the washed up brother who like <laughs> like scrounges for movie roles. He's like victory. <laughs> wonder what uh, wonder what he's doing now. Uh, I don't know. I just hanging out with Turtle. He's actually got a podcast. It's called the, it's called the Victory podcast. podcast. Everybody has a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's do final thoughts. There is a, there's a podcast that I listen to, and one of their t shirts that they sell in their merch is anyway, this podcast sucks. And <laughs> I feel like I need it. That's not a bad one. V, you've been you've been quiet, but know? I'm glad I'm glad you guys like this movie because I've enjoyed listening to you. Talk you didn't about like it. the movie. I it was just really I don't know. So weird. I thought Some, you'd be sometimes into it. sometimes these movies resonate with me. Sometimes they don't. I did like the death scene special effects when they're getting melted underneath yeah. the, the 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 pink blob the, stuff, whatever the stuff is, you know, and I think. But there was also scenes in this movie where I thought the special effects were terrible. You know, like when it's on the top of the street and it's just kind of like this foam latex bullshit flopping around. <laughs> you know, and it's like, come on, just be be better. You're the wrong tone. Be better. It's just, it's just. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It's just, it was just a weird movie. I, I, thought, I didn't. This is my least favorite movie of the week. You're. It, it really is. I I, I don't. Uh, fuck you, Mister One Star Clown Guy. Yeah, that movie Half sucked. <laughs> That movie, of all the movies this week, that movie knew what it was the most. <sighs> and I appreciated that for what it was. This movie, um, I, it wasn't scary. It had some cool special effects, but I couldn't tell if it was supposed to be a campy movie or if it was trying to be a horror movie. And I think that's where it lost me because it, it really wasn't very good at being either one of those things. Um, so I'm going to give this like two, two stars, I think. Okay. I think that's where I'm going to stick it because i'm at two two and a half three yeah 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 that's fine two okay. stars um kevin dillon yeah whatever who cares <laughs> he, 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 he doesn't really do much for me and uh all right i liked it when it ate the movie theater that was kind of cool okay i like that oh, scene yeah. where, where they're watching this friday the 13th ripoff and, yeah. and like the guy shows up with the hockey mask and the weed trimmer and the guy's like wait a minute hockey season ended three months ago <laughs> <laughs> This movie's amazing. All right, Jude, what's your rating for this one? Okay, so I have um, I have opinions upon my co-table side host. Um, I will agree and disagree with several things. Um, so I, I feel like this movie is campy and silly and 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 also bad in its way. But that's kind of like what makes it what it's supposed to be. Um, this was not my favorite of the week. I will agree with him that this was my least favorite of the week. However, these are all movies that I chose. And it is my least favorite only because the other two were so great for me. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> so um I will give this uh two three three face melts out of five. Um I, I still think it's it's exactly what it's supposed to be. I think it's and and I I I love originals and they are classics for a reason. However, I think this took the cl- the classic, the original, and it just bumped up the camp and the horror, and it was exactly what it was supposed to be from that. Like, the original is not scary at all. Maybe in 1960 or whatever, mm-hmm. this was something that, that you hadn't seen before. It was an alien, and it was a blob, and ooh. But, it, like, watching it now, it does not hold up at all. But watching this remake also doesn't hold up, but it, it has the camp factor that makes it enjoyable. I've got so many movies on my list for retro rewatch. I, I it's I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be such a great week. I'm we excited for our next one because I feel like like up until now we've been like, oh, we'll just pick something, and now we're like, we have like the original a blob. mission. Yeah. We have a mission. Yeah. yeah. It's so be great. for me, this is three out of five face melts. Excellent. Kadesh, what's your rating? So, um, really like this movie a lot. Um, Frank Darabont's writing, uh, Shawnee Smith uh, being so attractive to uh, a young Kadesh. Um, the, uh, the the whole like uh, kind of Kevin Dillon bad boy thing, the death effects, the uh, gruesomeness of like the kills, uh, special effects, everything about this movie just kind of like works. And I think every time I see this film, like I gain like a new appreciation for it, even though it's not something where I'm ever sitting around. I'm like, oh, I really want to watch The Blob from 1980s. Um, <laughs> but, but when I do watch it, I, I'm thoroughly entertained by it. And it's just like, it's a well-made movie. It's very fun. It knows what it is and it, and it does what it does very well. And um, I got to give it, I don't know, three attempted date rapes out of five. Jesus. It's like pretty solid. <laughs> yeah. Why am I with you? You can't use that as a race. I, I, okay. I, uh, there was something else. I, I said I, attempted. <laughs> well, that makes it better. Um, I, I forgot to mention one thing. So in the beginning of the movie, when Kevin Dillon is talking to his like chief mechanical engineer or whatever, he's like, Hey, my bike is broken down. Can I borrow your wrenches? Mm-hmm. And that guy's like, there are 12 wrenches in that set. I better get every, every 12, like all 12 of those wrenches back. back. Yeah. And then he sees the hobo running across like the street and, and hijinks. That guy didn't get any of his wrenches back. Well, he, he actually had a line at the end where like, you know, he was the owner of that snow machine truck. And he's like, I wonder if I'm covered for this. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you include those wrenches because you didn't get any of those. I Kevin know, Dillon, you're a bad friend. I want to know what kind of freaking snow machine that is. Because obviously right? that's a giant tank of nitrogen. Didn't they say they had like three or four of those in the shop that they had to get like Get running. Yeah. 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 For in time for ski sneezing. That's season. That's insane. I don't know. Ski I, <laughs> I speak for the for the streets. <laughs> it's sneeze sneezing. I speak for the sneeze. <laughs> sneeze 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 sneeze. Um, covered sneeches. I'm gonna give this a solid three star movie for me. I had a blast with this. This is my favorite movie of the week. Is the one I had the most fun watching. It's actually the only one I watched more than yeah, once. I, I would wow. agree with that. This is my favorite of the week. Yeah, I, I I watched the first movie and I was like, I don't need to see that again. I watched the second movie and I was like, I barely finished it. I was like, definitely not gonna watch that again. The Blob, I watched that shit twice. <laughs> you guys don't get me at all. Oh, Mary, what are you? 
<laughs> I had a blast with this one. It was a good movie. Three stars easily. Uh, all right. That's it for the podcast. We had a good day today. Um, we'll, we'll Sorry, guess, guys. Guess what we're doing next week? What, uh, yeah, that's a good question. What are we doing next week? Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, oh! Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yes. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Coming up, this is a, a tradition for us now. Every June, we do one episode dedicated to so the eighties, to the eighties action star Jean Claude Van Damme. Uh-huh. It's going to be a good time. Till so we sh- get him on, and then every <laughs> June we're just going to have him come on. We're never going to get him on. Yeah. I, I, I want to do Steven Seagal September sometime. No, oh no. god, his movies are so bad. We'll just watch the siege every month. Under siege. <laughs> hey, hey, there are some YouTube channels that make an entire career talking about. Steven Seagal movies. So yeah, it's true. Are there enough of them? How many are there? There are quite a few. I mean, there's an Orphan Black uh, podcast too. Really? Yeah. All right. All right, guys. That's it for the podcast. Thanks for joining us this Join week. Join the Patreon. Join the Patreon. Orphan Black. <laughs> Matt, where can they find you and your salty ass on the internet, dude? <laughs> I'm not salty. I'm a bullshit. Guy. You have I'm had a, a nice chip guy. on your shoulder all day. Give me my wig. <laughs> Just <laughs> growled <right>. at you. <laughs> no. You can uh, you can find me at Matt Vader seventy four on the uh, Twitter, the YouTube, the Instagram, the social media places. So yeah, okay, Jude. You can find me doing trivia with our club members at saltynerdclub.com once a month. You can join the Patreon and be a club member, and you can do trivia with us. I'll be hosting. You guys fight amongst yourselves. I'm gonna win. And also, I am Jude Juju at. Um, Twitter or no, not Twitter. <laughs> fuck, fuck Twitter. Uh, at I am Jujuju on um, Instagram and TikTok. Yeah, where can they find you on the socials? You can find this heartbroken romantic <laughs> <laughs> over on Twitter at Matthew Kadish, K-A-D-I-S-H. Shit. And, uh, you know, uh, if you would be so kind as to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, we're trying to get 200 of those suckers uh, so that we can get officially accredited on Rotten Tomatoes. We'd really appreciate it if you could help us out with that. You can find him in Smith's buying wine for his alcoholic fiance. He's All like, right. what kind? Red. <laughs> Only because I love you when you're drunk, which is all the time. This, this is, is all the time. This is when I'm at my best. True. All right, guys. You can support the podcast any way you see fit. Saltinerd.com or saltinerdclub.com. Whatever you want to do. If you want to support us, what we do here, and if you like what we do, uh, figure out a way to help us out. We'd appreciate it. Spread the word. Let your friends know. You like this podcast. Word of mouth is a big thing. All right, everybody. Thank you guys so much. Tune in next week. It's Jean-Claude Van Damme. We'll see you there. Stay salty.